I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, Bridget and I were supposed to start recording about three and a half minutes ago. And then a more important thing happened. Bridget didn't know that Carly Rae Jepsen wrote a, a fucking anthem bop. I don't know how I hadn't listened to it yet. I, I can't fucking believe love her. it's been out for over a week. Yeah, it came out when I was in L.A. It came out two Fridays ago, and I was—I like, knew it was coming out, and just haven't even come back to it. I was like, Carly Rae. It's like just like between that and Thank You Next. I just made a playlist with just the two of them, and the title of the playlist is the smiling devil emoji, the purple <laughs> devil. <laughs> That's like in this was in college though, but or yeah, whenever or whenever Hello came out. Yes. So not college. That's I'm thinking of a different post college. Um, yeah, because I was in Ireland when I was big, so you were two years out. Whatever uh-huh. waitress. So whenever Sarah Bareilles released the like waitress concept <gasps> album, it was literally just a playlist that had a hello and sh- she used to be mine. <laughs> wow, like, I love a good two song playlist. There's <laughs> really nothing like. But sometimes it. like there's really only two. Between Thank You Next that and Light On by Maggie Rogers, mm, which isn't which isn't about love at all. Uh huh. Is actually Kyle was like that's not what the song's about. And I was like no no no, it's for me. <laughs> it's written about me and how I'm feeling about mm-hmm. my life and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, even though these two are about love, they're also like for, for them, me. you know, for, for me. them, for them, for them, they're for like me. for them. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're both so like freeing. Yes. I love reframing the narrative and in, in positive. Yeah. For me ways, Take you back know, the narrative. Take back the narrative. Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to sell your body. I don't know why that popped in my head. It just something about illusions something about to the a narrative. Night. A narrative, a narrative story. Speaking Brooke, will you sample your New Zealand accent for me? <laughs> oh my, oh my God, the the pressure. Yes, the pressure is on. <laughs> she whipped this out for me last night, and I could not get over it. It's because I've been watching a lot of TV shows that take place in Australia, New Zealand. And I like to play with accents, and that is probably going to get cut because fair because I don't. I'm going to listen back and be like, oh no. We'll just keep a smidgey smidge, maybe a, a smooch in, a smoosh, a splooch, just a sploosh, um, just a shisha. All I'm going to say is hire her world. You know, <laughs> I am um, available. I went on the weirdest casting yes um, yesterday where I was told that I was too thin for the fat girl very weird and i was like i was like you know the breakdown it doesn't matter i was just like it was the most like stereotypical like what you imagine and horrible being an actor is where someone's like i walked in and they were like oh you're wrong and then they loved you in the room and then they were like you're so cute but i definitely am not gonna book because i'm not like what they i'm not what they wanted um but it was what i want brooke wait i was actually 
oh my god this is insane something happened today where i was like i saw like a meme or something and i was like this is how i feel about i was like i'm gonna say this to bridget but i don't remember oh what no it's lost lost into your um, heart forever. wait also can i show you one thing on instagram of course you can i think my phone's in the other room i think it is and please do did i already show you the marie from the aristocats thing no oh my god so you know that i like resonate strongly with her yes. i like love her yes the like domi soto of it all is like very my brand uh-huh So what oh, that is, is that the Domi Sodo, Domi Sodo, do, Domi Sos from the Aristocats, but put to My Neck, My Back. My Neck, My Back. And Maria's just like strutting around. So I highly recommend going to at St. Hoax and looking at that video. Wow. This is remarkable. It's, Some people's minds just amaze me. unbelievable. Oh, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, hi everybody. everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat. the podcast. <laughs> Where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex, sex and, and the, the city. city. Ten years younger. And 20 years later. Oh my God, this is insane. I met a new teacher at Core Power today. <laughs> and she was like, I'm sorry, what's your name? And I was like, oh, it's Brooke. She goes, Brooke Wiseman? And I was like, <gasps> yes. yes. And she goes, oh, you're the one with the podcast. Oh my God. Or like, you have the podcast about sex in the city. Because Carrie, friend of the pod, uh-huh. told her, I guess, about it. But like, amazing. it was just so funny. I was I like. I love that. I had a conversation about it for in my workplace today, too. Yeah. Um, including, well, what happened was um, my friend CJ was bringing, who I think we're going to have on the podcast, actually. He's dope. But he was bringing a new person around. And he introduced me as like having a podcast because I told him I'd talk to him about starting his. Um, and so we chatted about it a little bit. And then. As they walked away, my my deskmate who sits in my bay with me, Lyndon, was like, yeah, you're podcast, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. He goes, splat, is it? <laughs> That's so funny. And I was like, Lyndon, I'm sure I must have mentioned it to him at some point in the past. But all he did was narrow his eyes and spin around in his chair away from me. I got well, no answers. It's so funny. Um, so my friend Madeline, who I was having dinner with last week, who wants to be on the podcast too. She was talking to me. She was asking me questions. She was like trying to figure out who my big was. And I was like, and, <laughs> and I was just she like, guessed wrong. I was like, oh, oh, they wish. <laughs> it's a fun game, though. It is a fun game. You like, can't if, know Brooks like, Big's name because we don't, I don't know real Big's name. Right, right, right. My big will be revealed as well. <laughs> um, Fireworks, <laughs> skywriting. You'll also just like everyone who listens to the podcast at that moment will receive a phone call uh-huh. from the name. Oh, wow. A caller ID. Mm-hmm. That's how it's revealed. She looks at her phone. We love to and violate privacy. ID. I have a lot to actually to say about this episode, one of which is me calling it really intense bullshit. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. It's a crazy, it's kind of a crazy episode a little bit. It is the beginning of season six. I feel like this is the beginning of the show, honestly. It, I know that's weird, but is. like, yeah. It's so, I'm it sad there are only 20 episodes ahead of us. I wish I didn't know... You know what I mean? Like, I just wish this era could last forever. There are just, like, there's so much that's going to happen. So I can't. How, oh. I truly cannot Samantha believe. Samantha has to fit a whole relationship. There's at least one more baby. Two marriages, at least. Like, so much shit has to happen. There is there is so much. And I don't even know. I don't even A journalist think... is going to fall out of a window at a party? <laughs> Spot, baby. Should we, um, do you have any more ha- housekeeping? Um, well, just, like, how are you? Um. I'm good. 
Yeah. I just maybe had like a small mental breakdown. Uh-huh. Before that was I fascinating that. to witness. Um, but then, then it came up on, you know, the good side. Yeah. I'm just like, I haven't given myself a day off since yeah. I've been in back from LA. And like to the point where it's like, I'm a little like, ugh. Yeah. Zero to 60. But when's I'm your next day off? Sunday. Ugh. It's a while. But actually oh, not really. No, tomorrow's Wednesday. Yeah. For some reason it like goes by quickly. And Friday I'm Well, busy does make time fly at least. Friday I'm babysitting. So, so that's a good time. But it's and then I'm like having a a double feature mama mia night with my friend who's never seen either. Wow. That's gonna be shocking to the system. I'm so excited. Especially with someone who's never seen it before. That's very fun. She like knows what happens. But I mean I mean, I kind of knew what was going to happen, sort of, in Mamma Mia too, but it's just such a delight. I love, I miss it. Yeah. I feel weird listening to it in the darkness because it's summer to me. Yeah, truly, it doesn't match at all. Um, this weather is, uh, not weather, this time thing is fucking me the fuck up. Is, it's real bad. I think it might be, like, the slow way. Like, that's, this is the bad place. This is the bad place. Oh my God, that. That would be my bad place. Yeah. Is like it would always be daylight savings. <laughs> yeah. Or just like Finland <laughs> yeah. in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you? I'm solid. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just going to like uh, today I was thinking about what a weird, bad, hard year 2018 has been, which like to be fair it has. And then I was like had the conversation with myself where I was like, you know, there are a lot of reasons why this year has been good and full of growth and full of really necessary change. And like, I want to rewrite the narrative a little bit for myself because I fall into that loop. You're <laughs> narrative, re- baby. The, narrative. the buzzword of this episode is narrative. Rewrite the narrative. Nar- rewrite the narrative. No, you're right. The buzzword is narrative. narrative. And we want you to rewrite it. Rewrite it. And then we want you to And they're going to do that a little bit in here also. Send us an email. Mm-hmm. Or a text mm-hmm. with what narrative you wrote. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it a drama? Is it a comedy? Mm. Is it a crime? Is it a dramedy? Wow. Oh, I do love a crime. Just Is any it crime. A romance. Wow. I that was I don't know why I expected you to finish that with a lisp like romance. Mm. Because that's not something you ever do or <laughs> would do. And yet <laughs> I was shocked when you didn't. Um to market, to market. <laughs> yeah, weird name for an episode, but I'll take it. Well, it's like stock market. We're going to go real heavy into the stock market We love a double entendre. We oh, love yes. a play on words. We love making Carrie's life. And we love a charade. We love a charade. <laughs> do not forget, I do not have my... <laughs> Never mind, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where that was going I either. don't know where it was going either. <laughs> I just rewatched the Office episode last night where my um, Michael is talking to David in New York and he's like like what's your secret Michael and Michael's like you know you know David this is this is what I, I always say I live by this uh, I, it's uh, this is what I always say don't ever for any reason to anyone under any circumstances ever and then there's a cut and Michael's like, sometimes I just start sentences and I don't know where they're going. <laughs> he's basically like, I let them take me along the way and I figure it out by the end. And then it cuts back and he's still fucking going. Man. <laughs> uh, I accidentally am watching it again for the second time in, I don't know, three months. I, I'm literally perpetually watching The Office. I need to restart it, I think. 
I though I am like very happily begun my descent into Christmas movies. Oh hell yeah! I'm like, how many bad rom coms can I have? In <laughs> and Christmas three- time delivers. My friend Ariane and I have in our calendars a date for her to come over. Hell yeah. And watch The Christmas Prince too. Fuck yes. This is a fascinating episode. Let's talk about Jews. So much in depth. Too much. In a more interesting way than we have so far. When you live in a city that never sleeps, it comes as a bit of a shock when somehow you manage to to oversleep. Not a shock at all. I say, that's not true. (laughs) And Carrie does this thing. I swear to God, Sarah Jessica Parker goes, oh, oh, (laughs) like 17 times. Uh She's running. Thank God they put her in like at least like a thick, sturdy heel. Right. But she is running through the streets of Manhattan. They really love to make her run in heels. It's kind of remarkable. And she's like, oh no, and then she I got trapped. A, it's a like, dog walker and she's got leashes all over her ankles. It's and- leashes all over her ankles. It looks like the beginning of um, 101 Dalmatians when they get tied up in each other. Finally, mm-hmm. she finds a cab. Her hair is she in, gets a, in, it. in a really great length. And they're just like in Times Square, I guess. There's just like Which a lot of Which is just like, traffic. why did you ever get in a cab? So, of course, my train of thought was two things. One, girl, this is why you got to learn to take the subway, which is about to happen. And two, um, even if she did take the subway in today's day and age, it wouldn't get her there any faster. I can't. Also going to be so much fun now that um, Amazon is coming and is going to fuck up trains. And they're coming to Long Island City, so... Greenpoint is going to be like fucked and the L is going to be out. Wait, Amazon? Mm-hmm. They picked their two like second headquarter cities, uh, Northern Virginia and Long Island City. Our tax dollars are going to be paying for Jeff Bezos' helipad. I was reading that earlier. Doop, doop, doop. And taxes are going to go up in this city where they are already. I spend more money on taxes than anything else. <laughs> I love to support the community and people, but um, I don't want to do it more for Jeff Bezos. You know, my stomach hurts because of that. It's just like capitalism, you know. And then I was reading that the that Kim and Kanye paid private firefighters to keep their neighborhood safe. And I was just like, that's how this is how it goes. That's exactly what climate change will do to people. And that's how money will. Why can't they just pay for firefighters to help more people than just them? Because why would they do that? You know, Um, anyway, something a little lighter. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we come here for sweet relief, and here I go, dragging it into the mud. Like a Zippo is a little lighter. <laughs> <laughs> that gets a high five. So, yeah, I like her hair at this length in this episode. Her hair is this length, but I just need to make it clear and tell you, the our loved listeners, mm-hmm. that she goes down the subway at the, I think it's the 23rd Street. She's taking the 4-5. She, no, she gets oh, on the 23rd Street. I didn't notice which it was. QR is the one that she looks at. And then she gets off at the 4-5 at Wall Street. No yeah. way. Yes. Those do not intersect. I'm just going to. Yeah, we're just going to make sure. Just going to make sure. I only caught. I don't know why she like looks at her brooch so intensely in this moment. She goes, sir, I have to be downtown in 30, 30 minutes. minutes. It's like. Then get out of the car and walk, So she honestly. sees the 23rd Street NR. Uh-huh. And then she comes up at the 6th. I say that as the if I don't live in New York and I don't transfer trains. <laughs> well, yeah, transfer, but still, there's no way that Carrie Bradshaw made that. Because that's also not an easy transfer. Yeah. I, mm, I guess Union Square. Union Square. Union Square. Okay, Carrie transferred. We don't see any of it. We don't get any fun Carrie Bradshaw underground, but I'll live. She's at Wall Street because she's ringing the bell. On the stock exchange because her... What did you say? On the stock exchange. <laughs> On the stock, what? What did you think I said? Stock <laughs> <laughs> She's got a bag full of socks and she's ready. <laughs> just like, she walks in and just like a house elf. Me. 
everywhere. She's going to go free all the fucking house elves on Wall Street. (laughs) That's how Wall Street is run, is by house elves. And she was Hermione before Hermione was Hermione. (laughs) The sock exchange. Everyone takes their, like, single socks from their laundry that somehow, that's truly, like, the world's greatest Oh, it's like a dating meetup. You're like, whoever ends up with your other sock by the end of the night is the person you go home with. Would love that. And you have to put that sock on the door. I like you're in middle school. Why did I think you were going to say on the dick? (laughs) (laughs) My brain is betraying me at every turn. Just like take a second and imagine getting fucked by a penis that had a sock on it. You couldn't be. It would just go in and be stuck. It's just a sponge of moisture. There's nothing. Um. Suck on that sock. Sock on that dick. (laughs) Suck on that dick. Suck on that dick. Um. Carrie's doing this because her newspaper is um, announcing its stock options and be- she's their favorite They're columnist. Her They're hair looks public. amazing. It really does. And, and I also really like those shoes. I love the shoes. They're kind of ahead of their time. I feel like that. That chunky mm-hmm, heel. Is back now in a yeah. different way. This made me uncomfortable weirdly seeing such a big flag of America. Well, it also makes sense that that would be displayed so prominently down there because yeah. she's like blocks from where the towers would have been. The yeah. towers. Are, are gone. I said would have been. Yeah. Meaning like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're probably still in like. Yeah. Like, like I'm sure America, there was still. <laughs> where at least I'm no one free. There you go. <laughs> so she makes it and. She rings the bell. She has to go through intense security and she is, she's wearing honestly a nightgown with like a very, like a curtains turned into a coat over she's it. She's giving me like Wendy Darling end of mm-hmm. act two mm-hmm. quick change realness. On the Paris runway in 1640. Yes. Um, she goes, she rings the bell. It's cute. She's very excited about it. And then we have stock puns. Stock puns. Not quite as good as sock, sock puns. puns. She's so cute. She really is. She's very excited about ringing it. And it's kind of crazy. And there's a floor full of people cheering her on. And she met the ladies for lunch at the fashionable meat market. Miranda looks amazing. I mean, the She's dress wearing is this amazing. You would look amazing in this dress. It's like a zip up, like mock turtleneck. And it's like color blocked. So part of it is light it's denim. It's true. It's like denim and dark. dark denim. And the zippers go all the way around Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, Samantha's wearing like a Boobs sarong. Yeah. And Charlotte is wearing Full flowers. Brow. Charlotte is Charlotte's wearing a, the the carpet that matches the curtains. And then Samantha's like, I love the stock market. It's all a bunch of men trying to get it up. Sweaty and yelling. And um, Miranda says she stopped investing because she doesn't like how unpredictable it is anymore. And Charlotte cutely tells her that she invested. She, well, she bought New York Star. She, she, yeah, she bought shares of Carrie's company. And Carrie was like, oh, thank you. Was it expensive? And Charlotte goes, no, you're very cheap. <laughs> So they're talking about um, how they can't smoke in bars anymore. And, yep. And Carrie is offended. What? And Smith says, what next? You can't fuck in bars. And then she makes disparaging remarks about trans people and how that used to be the only thing happening on the street down there when she moved in two years ago. Makes a joke about Oscar and, Meyer and mm-hmm. how he's the only designer that should be in the meatpacking district. Mm-hmm. But that's what's great about New York. There's always a, neighbor, a new neighborhood. Charlotte's like pro gentrification. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Madam Wasp. And this all is leading up to, because we're making a lot of meat puns, mm-hmm. that Carrie has a date with Burger. my love and yours, mm-hmm. Jack, Jackalus Burger. The best kind of meat there is. <laughs> a Jack Burger. That's right. Jack Cheese. 
Mm. Jack Berger. I wonder if literally they were like fucking in the writer's room <laughs> and they were like, what kind of cheese did you want on that burger? And they're like, pepper Jack. <gasps> that's it. They were just like so tired. They're like pepper. They like they wrote down their order instead of the character. <laughs> I think that's canon. I think that's confirmed. That's actually law. Darren Starr actually emailed me personally to tell me that story. So I forgot you guys were in such close contact. Are you still going over there to jacuzzi later? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He's helping me with the crossword puzzles. Oh, nice. 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 Neither of us are certain about the bit we just did. Um, she's like smelling she flowers and she's like goo 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 gaga. excited about she's like, it. She's got Miranda, the also her too. hair is perfect. Miranda, Yeah. Like they nailed color cut all of it. And Charlotte starts lamenting about the Jew, the Jew of it all. How Harry, she wished Harry had Here's told a real her quote. about. Who yeah. passes up pussy for Purim? That's a Samantha quote. So she's telling them about. So then now we're at dinner with Harry and Charlotte. But finish what you're saying. Just that Charlotte is telling them how. Oh, he wished she wished that like Harry wouldn't have let it go this far. Like you need to show your like deal breakers, Mm -hmm. your bottom lines. They are called bottom lines. Yeah. um, On. And so they're at dinner and Harry orders a pork and Charlotte's like. She does a like. And and then he's like. Harry's like, what's "What's up? And she's like, you just ordered pork, but won't marry me because I'm Jewish. (laughs) Well, first he says, what's with that face? And she says, I didn't make a face. (laughs) And (laughs) Harry's like, I um, am conservative. I'm not kosher. And Charles like, me conservative? Noob, noob. And he's like, my kind of conservative isn't about pearls. She's like, um, like, it's just like. That's the exact transcript. And then she stress eats bread, which I honestly like really appreciate. Uh, yeah, she throws the roll down and she is, um, tears into it. And it's hard. And she's like, well, why did you let it get this far? And he's like, I couldn't not kiss you. It's very sweet. It's very romantic. Um, yeah, she's like, why did I even kiss you? And he's like, why did you? Because I couldn't not kiss you, not sleep with you. I never thought a, a shiksa goddess, goddess like would you. fall for a putz like me. And she's like, you're not a putz. And they make a joke about how surprising that she knows what a putz is. He's and like, then you he's even know like, what a schmuck. Mean? And we're throwing Yiddish around. And we're all very, it's all very Jewish. And says, sure, you're not Jewish. Which, like, honestly, she looks Jewish. She does. She could be. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't God, watch. Oh, God, it's so bad. So then we cut to Miranda and Steve. And Miranda How wipes, would she not feel that? She wipes she wa- poop on she her She has face. poop on her from doing a diaper. And then she accidentally wipes it on her forehead. And she tries to get it off. And she puts on more. And Steve sees her. And he was watching <laughs> her. And so she's upset. like, help. It's not funny. And then he's ch- she's chasing her around Oops. with, like, a nappy. He looks hot. He really does. And they're doing this cutie thing together. And then what happens is... They're chasing him and Brady and Miranda and Steve's like, Brady, tell mommy not to chase daddy. And Miranda like freezes Loses her mind. And in this moment, uh, she like, you can see that she like, just like as this shot with ice. Yeah. And then she picks a fight and kicks she, him out. And then she's like, you weren't the one with shit on my face. I mean, on your face. And then she's like, I don't have time for this. I have to get up early. And she does. She picks a fight. She kicks him out. Brady gets unhappy. Um, yeah, because and she, <laughs> she looks, she beautiful. does a right. Her hair is amazing. She does a really, wow. That photo of Dig Ivan, Dig, Dig Ivanberg. That's his name now. Sorry. Sorry about it. Dig live with this. <laughs> <laughs> we love Dig Ivanberg. Um, Dig Ivanberg is actually going to be on the show. <laughs> love it. Look at Carrie's What boobs. is happening with our boobs? Miranda comes over, hands the baby to Carrie, who's being very cute about it. Now that he's like a little bit bigger, Carrie's being really sweet at like he also like friendly. Is, this baby is very cute. Just like it's, is very good at like following who's speaking. It's like a tiny little elf. Okay, so Miranda comes in and is like, I'm in love with Steve. 
and do you have any alcohol? And Carrie's like, it's 9 a.m., but I have an old bottle of Kahlua somewhere. And she's like, hold on there, Brady. Mama needs a cocktail. And then Miranda explains the whole thing. Last night we were in the dining room and then I, we were laughing we're, and I looked over at him. I just like, she's like, I don't believe it. We don't belong together. And Carrie's like, what? And she's like, no, you're like, Carrie says something about something else. And Carrie's like, no, or Miranda's like, yeah. I think she says, Miranda? And Miranda says, yeah, you're right. <laughs> she's having a whole conversation without Carrie. And Carrie like, also accidentally feeds the baby a Triscuit. That's what she's trying to get her attention over. And she's like, and then she's like, Miranda, can the baby have Triscuits? And Miranda's like, no. And then keeps monologuing. And Carrie turns around and wipes the Triscuit out of Brady's mouth. <laughs> but it's like, um, I so cannot be in love with Steve. She says, we don't belong together. She goes, Miranda, she goes, you're right. We do belong together. And it's oh. very sweet. And it makes me really. And I'm just like, this is going to how I, this is going to be me. Like, yes. I just like resonate with this so much. Well, it's like how I resonated last week with them being on the like borders of a relationship very mm-hmm. much. I, yes, I feel this deeply. Also, just like. It's the clueless moment. That Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I love Josh. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Nixon is so good. And just like the depth in her eyes in this scene, the acting and the, oh my God, she's so good. Oh. She's, she, she's, so she talks herself in this whole circle of how Steve's really not the guy for her and immature. And then and she's then like, she's no, like, he like, is the guy for me. How can I be wrong? How could I have been wrong? And Carrie's like, just took you a while. You weren't wrong. And ask what she's going to do. And Miranda's like, I have a lot invested in this relationship. She basically is like, you know, things could go very wrong. And Carrie's like, okay, listen, you have a baby together. You love him. Like, there are so many ways this could go right also. This and is not a typical situation. She's like, okay, I guess I'll take him somewhere and romantic and talk to him. And Carrie's like, oh, you're going to ask Steve on a date, huh? Because she's going on about this first date she's so nervous about. We get some assless chaps, baby. Samantha lives next to an S&M bar. Mm-hmm. A gay S&M bar? Mm-hmm. Where they all like to, instead of hanging out in the bar, hang, hang out, out publicly outside. on the streets <laughs> in their leathers. And then she sees something truly upsetting. And it's like a guy uh, on a leash... But it's, oh. it's the Pottery Barn sign. Well, it scans down. Not upsetting. The Pottery Barn is upsetting. Her boobs are also amazing. Yes. And Samantha says something like a Hummer rolls by. Remember how cool Hummers were in 2002? God. Why were they ever? And she's like, ugh, another asshole with money. And he gets out of the car and, and he's, he's hot. hot. <laughs> and she's like, and it's going into eyes, her eyes, building. Eyes. And she says, hold the door. I mean, he is hot. Who is it? He is. Victor, Victor Webster. Webster. Love your Chip work. Kilkenny. Chip Kilkenny. Chip Kilkenny. And there's, why does they, why did they put a dash in between it? And his, maybe it's official. Anyway. And he's like, I'm 4F. You're, You're right, right under, under me. me. And she's like, sounds promising. That's quite a car. I love a nice Hummer. Love she a, we love a double stop. entendre. We when was the last time you heard someone call a blowjob a Hummer? A sexual innuendo. Never have I ever. I think I've maybe read it once in my life. Humdinger is what I like oh, to call them. Yeah. I like to call them hamburger helpers. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Charlotte takes nasty advantage of Harry and literally is on top of him. Also, like, this is how I thought Charlotte it was like an old sex. man. That's not how that works. No, it's not. Those hips don't really work like that. They don't work like that. No, right? that's not really the angle or anything. She asks him while he's like, literally, like, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come. You know, that thing that every single guy does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Are you sure the Jewish thing is not a big deal or is a big deal? And he's like, no. No, no. And then he comes and she's like, I got it. And so they wake up the next morning. She's like, I am a happy face. This, it's a it's beautiful, a beautiful morning. morning. The sun is shining. And the, Jewish and the tank is clean. <gasps> the tank is clean. <laughs> and the Jewish thing isn't an issue. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. What Jewish so thing? So basically when? we find out that 
So so Charlotte thinks that them having sex and her coercing that out of him is a real forever answer on this. And Harry's like, I promised my mother. And so she has a moment where she's like, controlling mother-in-law can't do that again, which I understand as a momentary hesitation. But Harry has like a very eloquent... And like true also, response. Like, matern- it's very important for Jews to. Like, it is. Peep Jews. Shout out to your dad. One of my favorite words. Matrilineal, which he said he learned last week. Ju- Judaism is matrilineal, meaning it's passed on through the woman. Right. Because in old t- times, you always knew who the mom was, but you couldn't be sure who the dad was. Yeah. So for the carriage of Judaism. But we found out that the mom is also dead and she's like, it's important to me to carry on mm-hmm. this tradition because she had family in the Holocaust. And Charlotte sort of Who freezes. she like lost. And she's like, well, now I can't say anything. And he's like, why? <laughs> and he's, she's like, you mentioned the Holocaust. <laughs> Which is just like not funny. Obviously, there's. <laughs> it's not, but it's so deeply Charlotte. It's so deeply Charlotte. It's also like so, so real. Like, yeah. Celie and I are one of our first interactions. <laughs> he thought I hated him because he made a Holocaust joke. And I was like, that's not funny. I don't think those jokes are funny. And he was like, fuck, I fucked it wow. up. And I like had like a little bit of an overreaction. And I'll admit that. And uh-huh. we've talked about fair it. Enough. I mean, to be fair, Holocaust jokes in general, a risky industry to get not into. A big fan. Oh, not no. a big fan. Would not recommend. Um, But especially now like, that is trying to happen again. Uh-huh. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. This is a light and airy podcast. <laughs> Conflict-free podcast, Brooke. Have you forgotten? Oh, my God. This is I a conflict-free podcast. Conflict. We do, however, have Aflac on here. And our next guest, the Aflac duck. No conflict, though. No worries. No worries. <laughs> oh, my God. Brooke is questioning every life decision she's ever made. Conflict-free. It's a conflict-free. It's a <laughs> conflict-free it podcast. There it is. Uh, also a cage-free podcast. <laughs> Just in case anyone. We are also a grass-fed podcast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Organic, local, GMO-free, nitrate-free. Mm-hmm. And our yolks are yellow, baby. <laughs> our eggs are blue. Our yolks are yellow. <laughs> we are so farm fresh. Anyway. Anyway. The phone oh, boy. <laughs> so boy. Phone rings. Carrie Door has chimes. her purse and her teeth. In comes company. And is wearing, she wears a lot of weird drippy things in this A lot of bobby pin bad. work as well. Yes, There's a so lot of bobby, bobby pin work. Um, so Berger calls her and he's like, so he's on the answering machine. He's like, so you're probably standing there screening. Um, he's and like, he's like, love it. Love d- Love to screen. Don't answer. Uh, don't pick up, in fact, because I'll have a panic attack and drop the phone. Not ready for voice on voice action. So I'm jumping right in and suggesting dinner and a movie for the big date. He's so... <laughs> and he brings up a movie, Craig's Room. Everyone loves, so we want to go hate it. Um, and then he's like, here are the movie times. And then 5.15, we have 7. And if he calculated which times and which theaters would be the least crowded, which says, take charge, but Carrie is real But he let me pick the restaurant, which means flexible. I like Samantha's banana sweater. It's very cute. Um, I love casual Charlotte and Miranda. The things they choose to put them in are just so revealing. Yeah. The, her hair looks amazing. But again, a lot of bobby pin work. Mm-hmm. I feel like this, the, I feel like someone like saw, someone had like a mood board from Fashion Week that was like all bobby pins. And they were like, this for Carrie. But I love this cut on her. She's like, I really like him. And you can imagine what that does to a girl. And she looks very pointedly at Miranda. Because Miranda's like, why are you being so dramatic? And Miranda says, really, say no more. And she like nibbles a girl cheese. 
Um, and so then some, she tells us that someone else has randomly, someone someone from her past has come up to ask her out on a date. And Charlotte's which like, proves her theory. Your stock is up, mm-hmm. which is the and running Then they gag. both tell her that she's putting a lot of pressure on this burger date. Because Carrie's basically like, I want to go on a first date with this rando to get all my jitters out beforehand. A simu date or simu date. A simu date, yeah. And then... Um, then I won't be. What have they done to Samantha's hair, though? It like, looks so just weird. Very weird. I anyway. know. I almost said something. It's strange. Um, so now we're wondering. I got to thinking about the stock market and dating. Are they really that different? If you have a bad stock, you can lose your shirt. If you have a bad date, you can lose your will to live. <laughs> and if the date is good, the stakes get even higher. After weathering all the ups and downs, you could one day find yourself with nothing. So when it comes to finance and dating, I couldn't help but wonder, why do we we keep keep investing? investing? You guys, we've never done that like that before. And now we're going to do it every Mm -hmm. time. We didn't even look at each other. It was great. So buckle up. That was like when you were in in, in school, Mm -hmm. but acting school. Uh So fake school. And you all have to stand or you're like in a new cast or a new group of people. And you have to stand in a circle Mm -hmm. with your hands held and your eyes closed. And you have to count to like 15 Mm -hmm. And no one can repeat it. I we I, don't I think we played that on birthday. Right? It was it's a great game. I used to play it with my my um, kids at camp because yeah. it's like a great way to chill kids out and make them focus. Um, it's an amazing game. But I once with one of my cast in college, we got up to a hundred almost. I think we were in the seventies. It was really bonkers. I think we had one of those too. I feel like spelling bee was really good at that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, let us relive Speaking our college of acting careers. High risk investments. <laughs> So Miranda, Miranda caused written a script to call Steve and have this hard conversation or at least like ask him out on the date. Okay. I just want to say. So she gets his answering machine. Really quick. Uh-huh. Please say. Last episode when she calls him from the wedding, it's, hey, it's me, Steve. <gasps> and this and time, this time it's just, hey, it's me. And I missed the, it's me, Steve. That's really funny. Um, Hi, Steve. Um, I need to talk to you about something. It's very stiff. It's very sweet. Sometimes they don't do her hair, her hair or her makeup. Sometimes her makeup really does not do her favors on this. Look show. how thin her eyebrows are, too. Mm-hmm. You guys, it is not in that 2018. It is this. 2003. Um, and then she hangs up and it's so cute. And she is. She did it. You know, the most imperfect message machine ever. And so Samantha shows up machine at message. her chipped kill kinnies. Mm-hmm. with a basket and it's like these are things from the neighborhood it's like charcuterie prosciutto it's a um, bunch of meat handcuffs and condoms, uh, condoms. and he she, he's in a towel of course and he has abs of course and he's like handcuffs <laughs> and she's like oh from the bar next door he's like if Enjoy. I grab this I will drop my towel and she's like I'm, I'm no fool. fool which is very sexy and so then his towel comes off and his butt is nice his whole body is really nice, and honestly, his face. Is I don't think too. I've ever been around a body that nice. I don't think like I have naked, either. and I don't think no, I ever will be. No. I don't think I might be. This guy I was telling you about last night, the Irish boy. Oh yeah, from afar. Oh, mm. that would definitely be because I. This isn't really my type. I don't really know people who have bodies like this specifically. You know what I mean? I will say that towards the end of our relationship, mm-hmm. and he like started doing literally, literally push-ups. And, and then so all of a sudden, annoying. he was like, fucking, you can actually find uh, a picture of his pecs and abs published. Uh, oh, of course you can. At Barnes and Noble. Oh my God. Yes. And my favorite coffee table book. Did I tell you that's your Christmas and Hanukkah and next year's birthday present? Um, if you, you can text me and I will tell you more about this, but I will never, I was like at a Barnes and Noble and I was like, I saw the book and I was like, Ugh. and I started leafing through it and I literally was like, 
my mouth dropped because I like recognized the chest before I saw the caption. It's really bonkers. I texted Melissa, mm-hmm. and I, was I remember like, when you found this. I, I I was just like I um. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to jump off. I'm like so filled with like a horrible rage. Like, I'm going to jump off. Rage. I'm going to jump off a bridge. And Melissa was like, okay, I'm sending you Amazon packages. Like, wait, ankle weights. Like, she was like, <laughs> oh, she's like, she was like, I have nothing to say to you about that. Like, that's, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, he had abs and chests. And I mean, I guess it makes sense based mm-hmm. on what has may or may not have been happening. Look, I never do this, but here's a tip. And he, like, gives her some stock information. Allon Pharmaceuticals. It's going to split and go through the roof. Why the fuck would he do this? It doesn't make any sense. He's like, it's like basically, and, like, Samantha writes it down. She, like, knows what's up. But, like. Well, the funny thing about this is, like, the payoff for this isn't, doesn't make sense. And also. Ugh, her body. Just, like, doesn't follow. Their mutual fund turned to mutual funds. Later that week, I met with graphic designer Willie Applegate. So basically, they have a disaster date where she's sitting there and she's being like loosey-goosey because she doesn't really care. And she realizes that he is like freaking out because it, to him, it's a first date, not a simu date. And like a, and he has a like, sty and he gets, he squeezes balsamic in it. He like sloshes the dressing on his plate. So of course, it gets in his eye and then a bird attacks him and then the table falls over and it's bad. But it's not really bad because Carrie, Carrie doesn't care. But like, I just can't believe a bird lands on him. I know Twice. Well, they're doing this whole like, how could things get any kookier right now? <laughs> at first, he's like, are you staring at my sty? I have never seen a bird land on someone ever in my life at like a. I have. No. <laughs> yep. But I also have fourth grade Girl Scout camp. We were out in the woods like doing something with uh, whoever our instructor was. And she had one of those little like portable whiteboards. Mm-hmm. And as we were sitting there, we'd all gotten white sugar cookies. And I was wearing a beanie that was brown and had a white knit circle in the top of it. So I think a bird was like, mm, I've been eating these crumblets. There's another one. So a bird comes, lands on my head very briefly. And this instructor who's sitting next to me sees it and her fucking gut instinct is to take the whiteboard and smack it off my head. But she misses and just whacks me in the face. And it all happened so fast. I mean, I was like aware of the bird on my head and then I got smacked in the face with a whiteboard. <laughs> Peasants. This is the craziest story I've ever mm-hmm. heard. Mm-hmm. I live to blow your mind every day. You really do blow my mind every day. Oh my God, stop it. Yeah, no, I just, like, continue to be surprised by you. Oh, my God, I can't wait for the rest of this marriage. (laughs) We're so happy together. Um, And Carrie's like, now I'm twice as nervous about the real date because caring too much is a disaster magnet, and that was awful, and that poor guy, and she's like, can I catch a sty from him, helping him up from the gravel? Because he fell at the end of the date. And then Charlotte, out of nowhere, is like... Eli's. Eli's, yep. <laughs> a sign popped into screen. Exactly. She did that. She's basically like, I was reading a book about Elizabeth Taylor, about her jewelry, and about how she converted for the love of her life. And she changed religions for her love. And she's like, and a big old honking piece of jewelry. Jewelry. And, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then yoy, Carrie's yoy, like, yoy, yoy. <laughs> literally, Carrie's like, oh, I remember Yoinka, Yoinka, Yoinka. Yoinka. Oh, I think God. about it sometimes. It pops mm. in my head. Um, and then Carrie's, I mean, Charlotte goes, there's more to Jewish or there's more to being Jewish than Jewish. Oh, so she walks over to the kosher section. This is just insane. It's it, so like, goofy. it's like the music sounds like it's straight out of Fiddler on the Roof. It does. And she looks like gefilte fish. And it's basically like your whole decision to become Jewish comes down to whether or not you want to eat this jarred gefilte fish. Gefilte fish is gross. It is gross. Unless it's homemade, in which case it's delightful. Right. 
I will say, I'm like going to throw you jar. under the bus. Sorry about it, babe. Do it. But you know who eats um, jarred gavilta fish <gasps> all year round? No. <laughs> <laughs> she would have kept- She'll be so mad. (laughs) Well, it's the most shocking thing I could think of. So that should be a compliment. Alex, my brother. I came home like after living with him for like four or five months. I opened the fridge. I was like, what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) is this fish doing in our fridge? And he was just like, I ate a snack. I was like, that is vile. Wow. Like I do some gross shit. I eat some weird snacks. Same, same, I eat hard, hearts of palm at a And I, I love some pickled stuff and I love weird, all of that, but damn. And I like crave level. chopped liver sometimes. We literally had liver pate last night. It's so really good. Anyway. Um, so anyway. So then later she is talking she talks to about it with Harry, Harry and she's looking at her and she's like, don't get too excited. We're just trading information here. Like and how long have they been dating? I know. He's like, okay, from a not excited place, I ask, is this something we might consider? She says, I'm just trying to understand what's, what's so, so special, special about-, about being a Jew. Ugh, so much. And he's like, I feel like I'm on a game show. She says, I mean, if you're going to, if this is your bottom line, then I need a reason aside from your mother that I can relate to. So Harry talks about. How he wants to raise his kids Jewish. Mm. He's like, we're just trading information here. Because they get married. He's like, I also want- trading, trading information. They Very really good. hammer this on. Because I want our, I would want to ra- raise our kids Jewish. And Charlotte is sort of like, I have to tell you, I don't know if I can give you children. She's basically like, I, you know, I have. I well, I have to tell you something. Which also, like, look at them having this really honest conversation. Honestly, she says, um, well, "How does she phrase it? Reproductive I may not difficulties." Be able to give you I children. think, yeah. And he's like, "Okay, so maybe we'll adopt." She says, "I'm challenged in the reproductive area." Yeah, and she's like, "He says it's not hopeless, but it's." She says, "It's not hopeless, but it's difficult." He's very he's sweet about it, but I think I know where you're potentially going with this. They she's like, be "They yours. wouldn't be yours," and he, and he's like, "Fine." He says it's okay or he's like what and so what you know so so what if that is true mm-hmm. and they're going to adopt kids mm-hmm. and raise them jewish mm-hmm. charlotte doesn't have to convert I w- yep that's my exact i was like this process. debunks the whole it thing does it absolutely because does that would like she's like bowled over by his compassion whatever i mean the idea i guess is that they're still going to try and have kids of their own yes, yes so she'd yes. have to be converted beforehand but right. still but it's just like it doesn't make any sense because the kids would have to convert the, ostensibly. Well, yeah. Well, n- n- no. Like they could if just they be were, when they if they've been if they were raised Jewish. Like right, right, right. They'd get little least. They'd get yeah. little least. It was just like right. They'd just be. Raised I just Jewish. feel like having like those. Right, because yeah, they those kids like it's would a good conversation. I know that it's sweet, but like those kids are Jewish not anyway. So yeah, right. And if that's your whole deal, then just raise whatever kids they're going to be Jewish. It's just very interesting. Yeah. I think it's sh- it's sloppy writing more than anything because they, what they want is for if is for Charlotte to be bowled over by his like compassion which and sweetness, which sweet. she is, and, and, and he it is. is. It's just like write better, you know. Okay, so now Samantha's like slapping Chip Kilkenny. She looks truly unbelievable. She does. She's having like violent, not violent. She's having very robust sex, and the super like comes in, and she's like flirts with him. She's like, she's hi, one. And then it's cops, FBI, get dressed. You're under arrest for insider trading. Here's what doesn't make any fucking sense. Every time he gets head, he tells a secret about the stock market. Oh, so that's but he says to her, "Look, I don't normally do this, but I'll, here's my thing." But that's his thing. Here's my thing. Two people are involved in insider trading and they're both in this room and he neither says anything about it, nor does that get addressed, nor do the cops have any interest in that. It's just like, I mean, that's like the receiving of that information and acting on it is just as bad. Maybe she hadn't acted on it. Maybe. Maybe. 
Like, that's what Martha Stewart spent yeah. harrowing months in jail for. Right. So she looks beautiful, Miranda, Miranda, at dinner. And Steve's like, do you have a date later? And she's like, no, it's just a dress. And he's being They're cute. They're at, like, a nice restaurant. Yeah. She does like, look it's dark. Beautiful. I can barely read my my menu. Um, And she's like, um, Steve? And he knows she's going to say something serious. She's like, I, I asked you here because I wanted to explain why I blew up at you yesterday or last week. And he's like, it's okay. I understand. I know why you picked the fight with you me. You hate me. <laughs> he's like, I've been too involved. You didn't want me to be this involved. And it's okay. And it's okay. I'm dating someone. I started seeing someone. It's going really well. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not, not in, in love, love with you me. anymore. Heartbreak. <sighs> and Miranda's At least he has the balls face. to tell her that he's um, seeing someone. <laughs> he really thinks he's doing the right thing. And that that's what she wants. And her face is just, she kind of like, she just like doesn't say anything and just sinks down and looks into her menu. Brooke is losing her mind a little bit. it's shocking. It's just shocking. Look and I it. feel so bad for her. I, I do too. Heartbreaking. And Carrie um, is sitting with her in the park the next day next to the same um, like train area. And she is like, Miranda's like, everything we talked about with regard to Steve don't think about it. Never mention it to me again. Don't even look at me like you're thinking about it, what you're doing right now. <laughs> um, and Carrie's like, okay, listen, I will play along, but I have to say this first. Maybe if you had told Steve anyway, he would have. And Miranda's like, can't even let herself think I about love it. You. She goes, Carrie, I swear to God, I love you, but I will have to kill you. And Brady's like <laughs> fucking colic at like <laughs> oh, oh, seven, eight, <laughs> eight months. Yeah. She's like, this is your life. You two have a baby together and it's not high school. And, and then, then Miranda sees Burger come out of the subway. Because of course he does. And Carrie's like, this isn't my perfect date outfit. First of all, she's wearing a weird headband, weird, bobby although it looks pins. cute, weird bobby pins, like a bubble dress over pants, yeah. wide-legged pants, a, a bubble dress over pants, is, but I remember sweater that were really popular when I was in middle school. And she truly and just heels. like by Miranda and runs. She just runs. Away. And then... She runs down the street and she gets away from him and she looks up and who does she see, folks? There he was. In a denim tuxedo. My emotional equivalent of the big crash of 29, Aiden Shaw. Oh, that double glance is really well done. And she smiles. And he, he smiles. smiles. And, he and turns then he turns around. And he's wearing a baby. He has a papoose. <laughs> and he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo because, of course. They both have very genuine smiles. And Carrie's a little taken aback, but smiley. And she's like, hey. And he kisses her cheek. And he gives her a big hug. She's like, look at you. He's like, I had a baby. <laughs> and she's like, is this him? And he goes, yeah, this isn't a stunt baby. But her response is, I have a date. And he's right. like, okay. Uh. Um, his name is, and she's like, it's very sweet. He's very sweet. It's cute. Honestly, it's as good as you could probably hope this would be. And clearly things are radically different in Aiden's life. So like, the man I call Tate. him Tater because he kind of looks like I call one. him Tater because he kind of looks like one. It's like, who are you? I hate you. You're the worst. He is the dinner You're cowboy. You're a cartoon character. <laughs> love a potato. Don't love this. Ride horses by day. Make furniture by night. Have babies he- on the side. <laughs> And he's like, all right, don't laugh. Listen, I married another furniture designer. And then he's like, she's inside. Do you want to meet her? Which is a weird thing. Carrie's like, uh, nah, fam, I'm good. <laughs> she's like, honestly, I, I'm late. I got somewhere to go. I have to run. And he does this thing where he's like, it was really good to catch up. Like, let's get coffee sometime. And she agrees. And you're like, ah, I've had that interaction 7,000 times. I had that interaction on the phone with someone tonight where you both know it's not going to happen. But it's the thing to say anyway. Um, it's sweet though. It's a nice. It is. 
It is nice. And also I think it's probably good for Carrie that she can stop telling herself the narrative that she like ruined his life. You yeah. know? Rewrite the narrative, Re- Carrie. Write that narrative. This narrative is not you the narrative that you wanted. You white out that old bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You redact that narrative. Mm-hmm. 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 You shred the old narrative mm-hmm. and you produce a new narrative and then you photocopy it and From send it into your own flyers fingers. in the top of your high school. It, that's exactly what I was going to say, a la Mean Girls. Or no, a la um, 10 Things I Hate About You when she goes to the top of the spiral staircase and throws them down. I love that scene. So she turns the corner and she's at the AMC Lincoln Center theater. She's she is. And she sees that Craig's room is playing and so she... Because I she this, knows. This is the movie theater. Also, on sorry, 67th Street. Just to be clear, so she has Burger's cell phone number memorized. Also, she has a cell phone, right? But she's not using it. And it's not with her. She hates it, right? So I guess we assume she doesn't use it unless she has to. But she has Burger's cell phone number memorized because she dials it from a payphone, which she uses a quarter in. And she's like, "Hey, I just happened to be at Lincoln Center, and Craig's room is Sex starts in a half, half an hour. hour. Can no you lines. go now?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm in the area. How weird!" Which is great because like seeing Aiden was like if that is if that can go as well as that went like yeah. I can see Burger in my not perfect outfit yeah that's her summary is basically like that was a fucking crane crane rash a crane rash a crane rash mm-hmm. and um that old crane rash they both survived mm. it I get crane rash I gotta put an ointment <laughs> on my crane rash I get stork rash <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I was going for a construction <laughs> item, uh-huh. and you were in for a bird. I know. And I that says a it. lot about it us. It does. It does. I don't know what it is, but it says something. Burger sees her and is like, ugh, I'm not wearing my cute date outfit. Why does he have a full-on duffel bag? Is something I like to Does know. he really? Oh, I yeah. thought it was like his book bag, his like messenger bag. Maybe it is, but right. it looks like a fucking duffel. And then we scan up, and the other movie on the marquee is Bunch of Love. So stupid. An intern did that. Um, yeah, so I love this idea, though, that she seeing seeing Aiden with some perspective and time, which is always the thing that you like. It's a thing about any difficult situation like that that you can't force. Time heals everything. <laughs> but loving Sometime, you. But that's, loving you. That's actually the end of that song. I remember someone, after a breakup once, someone was like, you know, you know that song from Mac and Mabel? Time heals everything. I was like, yes, thank you for playing into my, like, intense love and musical theater. But do you know the rest of that song? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's a phrase outside of the song, you know. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. God, you're gorgeous. <laughs> Carrie's basically just like, if we could survive that, I can go on a fucking date. There's mm-hmm. nothing I can't get back up from, you know, in, on a she first date. She gets knocked down and she and gets, she gets, gets up, up again. You ain't never going to keep her down. I get knocked down. I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> Those feel similar to me. I feel like that was the same era. Yeah, tub thumping in. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what they say. Chumbawamba, baby. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. They don't stop coming and 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 they don't stop coming. I say again, gorgeous. You guys, we're feeling kooky. A little kooks. That was the first episode of season six. We didn't even talk about that. I mean, everyone knows it, but here we are. the beginning of the end. 601, 19 left after this. We're going to, I think, pick back up with some guests in the next four, 601. <laughs> anyway. Um, ploppability? I would say pretty ploppable. I would agree. Um, Pretty much all of it, again, except the pay phone. And the pay phone, like, and it's just like how things would be a little different with the cell phone or text. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, yeah, I think holds up. I think... I mean, Samantha's is just nonsense, but I hope it's like next episode that we get some traction there. Um, who did you relate to, Brookie? Um, Miranda, actually. Yeah. 
Do you want to elaborate? You just want to leave it at that? It actually is. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank God it's about time. Brooke just, just took a peek see for herself at the next episode and I will be I rewarded. I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think Miranda. I think just like I went through a period of time where I like literally with every no 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 put your arms back in (laughs) i was just about to take a photo of you as a northwestern billboard right now (laughs) oh god (laughs) anyway continue what you're saying miranda Mm -hmm. i feel like in both both of my significant people that i've loved in my life i had moments with both of them where i was like I don't like this person. There's no way that I love this huh. person. Like, this isn't mm-hmm. what I, that is. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, my oh, God, that's huh. what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like, and, and just like that, that let down and that disappointment when things don't go your way. And like, you're like excited and you think that it's all going to be what you think it is. And then it never is. Especially when you work up the courage to like take a step yourself. And like, you can like, tell that there's just like, that he loves her too. Like, he does. God, you know, so and sad. she just like self sabotages. And I just like, I, I feel that impulse and, mm. I just love her. I know. I know when she's talking to Carrie, she's explaining it. She's like, well, so I realized I loved him and then I picked a huge fight. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, so the, her spiraling is self-aware, which is like, I think yes. if you give Carrie self-awareness, that's where like I come in. Mm-hmm. Me, Brooke. Um, I think that's partially part of what makes Miranda easier to relate to like now. Now. Is, or at least in just oh in my terms God. of like TV characters. Oh my God. Wait. Yes. I don't know when the episode is, but the he's not just that in, he's just not that into episode. I hope that that's next week too. It's so funny. Oh, I can't wait. That's what Brendan's gonna was for um, Halloween. Oh, from yes. this specific yes. episode. Um, but you, yeah. Weirdly, Charlotte. I was gonna say Charlotte. Yeah, I. This is like this is something that I talked and contemplated like really seriously. First of all, if you haven't picked up on this, I fucking love Judaism. I. Like in middle and high school, I had, you know, friends who were Jewish and it, the it, Portland had kind of a, a weirdly like, like it wasn't a big Jewish population, but it was pretty prevalent mm-hmm. in terms of like, like if you knew a Jewish person, you could like tap into the whole thing. There were all these like youth dances and like, which I think is, is not unusual. It just, Portland is a very white homogenous place. So yeah, anything slightly off of that. Both is like Portland's Ooh. are. But I didn't really know much about it actually as like a religion religion until um, in college when I was very attached to a couple of Jewish student groups and like learned a lot. Not Jewish, not a problem. Not a problem. Um, And learned a lot about, I I think uh, from an outside perspective, if I, and I felt this long before it was a conversation in my relationship, if I would ever like be a religion in a dedicated way, I would want to convert to Judaism anyway. I love the way that it allows for questioning explicitly within the doctrine I love many of the principles of it. I love the community that comes with it, the like cultural aspects as much as the religious aspects. Good vibes. So when I was um, in a serious relationship um, and talking about that being a like long-term serious relationship, um, it was for this exact reason that if there were, would be both for me, but also if there would be kids in the picture, especially with an extended Jewish family, I would want to allow them every opportunity to like participate. Yeah. It's like it. It's crazy. It is. It is. I don't know that there's anything else in my life that I would have like thought about in that way or like, but, um, I mean, obviously I, I hope I didn't go about it in the Charlotte way of like, I didn't, 
I just mean Charlotte's Charlotte, you know, but like I related pretty hard to her in in this in some ways. Totally. Because it is, it's a great example of a bottom line, not Mm -hmm. a deal breaker necessarily, but like a bottom line of just like sometimes there are, even if you love someone a lot, some fundamental things that might not work. And I love that for Charlotte, it seems like it probably will, but yeah. But also Miranda, I feel you very much on that. Yeah. And very much on the like denial about how you feel. (laughs) Um, Delty's ups. Delta's up, Delta's downs. Um, my Delta up. Oh, I had it and I don't remember what it was. Hmm. We'll come back to you. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My Delta down is like the weather. Yeah. And the MTA. Yes. You guys, God. the subway has been driving me abs- absolutely insane. Like I just feel crazy. I get so upset. Just mm-hmm. like truly just like so, 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 so upset. Well, it's just outrageous, honestly. And and then it, it lowers my tolerance every time something happens, which is daily. So then eventually you're yeah. just at the baseline of like you, you halt on the tracks. And even if it's going to be 30 seconds, you don't know that. And my instant response is like, fuck this shit. Every time. Um, and also my delta, my other delta is my, my apathy. Yeah. I'm like, it's like I know that it's a good thing, but I'm like apathetic about some stuff. And I'm just mm. like. Like breakfast is it's like the are your is your wiring changing? And I'm like You're growing. I'm growing, but I'm also like walling up. Mm-hmm. Um and then my delta up would be that I just like some things that I've talked about like coming to fruition or like starting to come to fruition. Yeah. Like I just and I feel like I'm I'm like doing work. Like I'm like the Ari sent me that thing, mm-hmm. which I've been like, okay, this will be my roommate Ari, who you have all heard on this pod. Um, and Brooke filmed a really cute scene that he wrote for her reel, and I got to watch him edit it, which was a fascinating because he's like, he's like, oh, it's really simple and boring to watch. And I was watching him, and I was like, dude, you're very good at this. And I couldn't, I would literally not know where to start with this software. But also just being able to watch multiple takes from all angles of Brooke and Ari and my two like favorite people in the world just like go at this scene was so fun. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> Um, what about you? Um, uh, great question. I love it. This is a new one for me. My Delta down. The question? Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Delta down is, um, as, as these things happen, um, some of the things that have been in like absolute chaos for me for months on end have solidified and have like in areas of my life I was not expecting or looking at like new sinkholes have opened up which are like deep and connected to you know long-standing parts of my life that um I didn't want to deal with right now (laughs) but sometimes you don't gotta say in that so um you know, just a, this, that's that, that, how things go, you know, as it goes. Mm. Um, my, and also just the, well, we will talk about the sunset every day. I took a teaching class podcast. on Saturday and I was like, well, <laughs> it's four o'clock. Um, I guess we're all going to have the sundown go to down. Like, I guess the sun's going to be down by the time this mm-hmm. class ends. Can't so, wait like, to emerge into pitch blackness. I was like, what? Like I used to be able to, I used to just do that class with no lights on and now I have to turn lights on. Ugh, depressing. So different. My up, my uppers, my upper of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, For the past two weeks, well, we're now halfway through this one. So for the past week and a half, I have not bought myself breakfast or lunch, mm. which is something I've been doing every day for a while. Um, and I'm really proud of myself for that. And I'm it, proud of you too. And it's kind of coincided with, I really, it's unfortunate 
I don't do things unless I inherently 100% mm, 85% want to do them, you know, like, and there's no, and this week for the first time or a week ago, I started setting limits for myself on things I've been telling myself I would set limits on for, for a while and like some new habits with money and other stuff where I'm just able to stick to it. I'm really good at playing games with myself. And so like for some reason the game chunked in and it's like working and I like it. Um, I hope it's sustainable, but it's I also just feels really say that I know what you're talking about, but I will ask you about it um, mm-hmm. after we cut. Yeah. Um, before we do social media, mm-hmm. should we talk about SheCast? Oh, we absolutely should. Um, so we have a sweet friend from college, Lily, who lives in Chicago and is amazing. And uh, one of the amazing things she's doing right now is she's working with a podcast out of Chicago. Called SheCast. And it's an intersectional feminist podcast made for young people. And by, by young, young people, people which I, is super cool. I've listened to an episode or two and it's really, it's pretty like, I don't know. I, I feel very checked in listening to it and it's very refreshing in that way. Like if you spend time around kids and yeah. you get that feeling, you know, of just like refresh and like joy that their little brains and big brains and all of it are working so hard. This is, it's like really like by young people and to hear their perspectives is cool. And I also, and they're talking about like really important and cool issues. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, if you know, like young people, teenagers, middle schoolers who'd be interested in this, um, I think it would be, I wish I had a middle schooler in my life to share this with. And I wish I'd had it when I was in middle school. Yeah. So you can reach out to, you can find them at, um, www.shecrew.org and here's going to be a little spot by them. Hey guys, listen to SheCast. Because we are cool like you. Shout out to 1997 Leonardo DiCaprio. What? The Titanic version. The Titanic <laughs> version. <laughs> because we are woke like you. Get out of these stereotypes that you've been so engraved in your mind. Stay woke, stay learning. We're your age, or maybe not. People are various ages. I am Whoa. a king. Oh now. my god. Yes. You're older than me? SheCast. Young Voices Matter. Yeah. So take a listen and pass it on if you can. Um, SheCast is a podcast. She Crew is the organization. They're both dope and deserve your support. Yeah. And uh, shout out to them. Um, and Bridget. Yes. How can I find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Bert Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Stay tuned for a post taken by my wife, Brooke Wiseman. Coming yeah, I was soon. waiting for it. Um, and um, <coughs> that's it, you know. What about you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. Yeah. That's and uh, collectively we are at Splat Podcast. On Twitter, on Instagram, at gmail.com. And Please on Facebook. rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, Please subscribe. with your friends. Um, go listen to Party for One by Carly Rae Jepsen. Please do. If you have any desires for season six of anything. And if you want to like, be on the podcast, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we want you. We have a couple of good, great guests coming this season. But we also, you know, this is the chance. So bing, bang, boom, let's do this. Yeah, come hang out with us in a room and talk about Sex and the City. We're on Brooke's bud. We're snuggling. Brooke is fully inside of a shirt. <laughs> Her whole body. It's amazing. Love you guys. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.